Hi there, I'm Clarence Waldron. Welcome back to Black Muse. Tonight's guests are business leaders, Michael Bennett and Nathaniel Freeman. They are the owners of a new UPS store in Chatham. They are hoping to help revitalize the Chatham neighborhood to bring it back to its glory days. Now, by the way, their educational foundation is Morehouse College. Now they have advanced degrees, but their foundation is Morehouse. So therefore, you know they're not playing around. They're not playing around. Let's get started. Hey, Nate. Hey, Mike. Clarence. Hey, how are you doing, Clarence? All right. Let's start at the top with a Michael. Tell us, how did this UPS store get started? I mean, where is it exactly? And is there a name or a number? Just tell us the, the, the whole beginnings of this store. Well, uh, it's located in Chatham. It's in the, located in the Chatham Marketplace on 83rd, um, right off the Dan Ryan Expressway going west. It's at 8301 South Holland Road, um, um, Suite C, uh, which is right next to um, a dentist store and Planet Fitness. And so we opened up uh, probably about a year and a half ago um, in June, and um, we have been doing pretty well and growing it uh, significantly in the community. Uh, let me back up. I got involved with UPS. Um, I have my company does a lot of research um, and in, uh, competitive insights um, for um, franchise organizations like McDonald's, um, um, Wendy's, um, UPS, um, as well as uh, um, Choice Hotels, uh, specifically to give them advice on where they should put their franchises in urban communities or really in, in cities, top 10 city marketplaces, uh, I've guided them to saying that they need to do things more in the urban community. McDonald's does it well, of course, um, but there are other organizations and franchisers, franchisers um, they could be doing a lot more in um, urban communities in the 10 top markets like Atlanta, Chicago, New York, LA, um, uh, Philadelphia and Miami. Um, uh, specifically. And so um, I had made a decision to open up a franchise with one of those organizations. Um, and my my um, decision was to um, open five to 10 of them over the next 10 years, uh, specifically um, in those urban marketplaces, Chicago being, of course, the base, because that's where I'm from. That's where Nathaniel uh, Freeman's from, too you know, my business partner. And so with the ideal of being bringing um, businesses that work really well into communities that, that have been underserved um, and where there's a demand for the product, uh, the business model is pretty solid. It's not rocket science. Um, it's not a startup. Um, and I only say that because um, for the past 25 years, I've been a product uh, manager in technology um, for um, a lot of uh, companies, um, and they've all been startups. And so it's nice to be uh, working with the business plan that already had, you know, a trend of growth and um, uh, profitability uh, within uh, the industries that they, you know, profess to be in. Um, 
prior to me um, working, you know, opening the UPS store with Nathaniel, um, as a product manager for 25 years, I developed um, Travelocity.com, Global Vision for Citibank, a lot of um, technologies for enterprise companies and corporations. And I decided specifically during the pandemic when I was sitting at home, which one of these franchises would actually work you know, in the environment that we were in in 2019 and 2020, where everybody was working from home, UPS stores didn't actually close. They were, they were needed. Uh, people utilized them, and you know, it just made sense. Yeah. I'll let Nate go on and tell him why he did it. I don't know why sometimes. But anyway. <laughs> well, what do you hope to achieve in the Chatham area? Both of you, Nate, mm -hmm. can you respond to that. What are you hoping to achieve in the Chatham area? Okay, Clarence. Um, actually, I'm originally from Chatham. I grew up um, on 82nd Indiana, about a half a mile from where the store is located right now. Mm -hmm. And so, having um, been able to see the changes that have taken place within the community from the 70s to the present, um, we're hoping to help revitalize the community. Uh, one of the things that the former first lady, Michelle Obama, used to talk about was the food deserts. Well, one of the things we also um, suffer in, um, in inner city communities, and particularly in, on the south side of um, the area that we chose, is an infrastructure de uh, desert. And by that, I mean, we, um, in deciding where to place the business, we um, were looking at several sites, and we, one of the reasons we decided on Chatham is because the community was uh, underserved on the south side of the Chica Chicago. Uh, we're located basically uh, about 300 uh, west 83rd. The closest uh, UPS prior to that were in Evergreen Park or in Hyde Park, meaning that um, residents of Chatham had to travel a significant distance to get basic services. And by basic services, we mean not only shipping, which is what UPS is known for, but a, a great majority of our business is simple things that um, people in other more privileged communities may um, take for granted, such as um, Amazon returns. And if you calculate the time and the cost at $5 a gallon that it would take residents to travel to make a simple return on, on purchases, that's, you know, that's a significant penalty. So that's one of the things we were hoping to address, as well as serve as an anchor, you know, a mini anchor, because we're not big enough to be, you know, uh, considered an actual anchor, but a mini anchor, you know, within the community to help bring other businesses into the area. Got it. Talk a little and bit. Additionally, oh, please go ahead, please. Yes. I, I was going to say, and additionally, we wanted to bring jobs that are um, for the community in the communities that we service. Again, like I said, um, my objective is to build five to 10 uh, more. Um, and on the average, we employ anywhere between one and six people uh, within these um, stores. Um, and, you know, you know, we always historically have talked about the dollar not going straight out of the community after it's been spent. But, you know, I did my own um, research and review and um, that the dollars that are being produced um, by this particular store in 83rd Street actually circulate throughout the community four to five times as opposed to, to as opposed to one time um, normally. And so, 
increasing the, the the community awareness about the power that they have and the, the and the choices they have about spending their money, as well as um, employing um, um, adults um, in the community to to actually work is really significant. And I think it's scalable not only in Chicago but to those other ten city markets. I don't think it's rocket science. I know it isn't. And so it's just like it, it, you just. Uh, there has to be a want to do it, and I've had to guide many corporations to to understand that they have to want to do it in those areas and um, contribute back into those areas in a in a business model that's profitable. That's it. And Clarence, if I can clarify, because I realize that your um your audience is not just Chicago based. Um, when I mentioned the communities of Evergreen Park and um, Hyde Park. Um, Time-wise, that would be a traveling distance of 20 to 30 minutes one way for those individuals trying to make returns or ship products. Um, Chatham's also a demographic that has a lot of older um, older people, so that's an additional burden, you know, for them trying to do that. So, you know, we're, we we're, we get people coming in every day that you know express their gratitude with having a store located in the community so that they can you know do things in a more efficient and, and easier manner. Got it, got it. Right. Talk to me, talk to me a little bit about Herman Roberts, the, the late Herman Roberts. Because when we first heard about your store, you know, Howard and I were talking about it. He said it sort of has the feel of a Herman Roberts influence. So talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Um Herman uh Herman Roberts, for those of you who don't know, is um entrepreneur, one of the old, one of the old or original black entrepreneurs on the south side of Chicago. Uh, he was sort of like an uncle to me. My mother and him grew up together. Um, my family actually was in business with him. This is my fourth business venture. Uh, I'm an attorney by trade, uh, um, attorney, military, police. But um, we started out uh, with three franchises on the South Side, uh, two of which were associated with Herman Roberts, that being Roberts Motel, and um, a bowling alley, which eventually became Freeman's Motel and Freeman's Bowl on 67th and King Drive on the south side of Chicago. So uh, I spent my summers growing up and, well, spent my youth growing up with Herman and my summers um, with his kids on a ranch down in Oklahoma, Beggs, Oklahoma, which is where Herman was from. But um, he was a legend on the south side, streets named after him over at 67th and um, King Drive and just, um, uh, just a mentor to Michael, myself, you know, just um, a real presence in the Chicago community in the um, 1900s, in the Southside community. Got it. Wow. Wow. Now, you guys are both Morehouse men. How has that educational foundation helped you today? Let's talk with Michael for a minute. Well, I attended Morehouse uh... 30 years ago, and uh, 30, almost a little more than 30 years ago, um, uh, 91 graduate. But um, I studied finance, and I always loved money, and I did pretty well at <laughs> understanding the knowledge around money, because money is a tool that allows you to create things uh, from ideation to um, development and to launching them. And so I uh, I started my career off at the Bank of New York. I was on Wall Street. Um, I wanted to be a stockbroker um, uh, on the international swaps team. And I did that um, after I graduated from Morehouse. And I actually hated it. 
and I mm-hmm. left it and became a, a management consultant with another firm. It took me around the world. And and what I learned from that experience, uh, one of my first assignments was um, living and working in London, England, as well as in Accra, Ghana, um, in West Africa. And it allowed me to really reach out and talk to entrepreneurs who own these manufacturing companies um, over, you know, pretty global manufacturing products. Um, specifically, um, in Ghana, they had a uh, palm oil is a very significant uh, ingredient and uh, product that's used throughout the country. Um, it's very perishable. I worked with the CEO of one of the larger firms there um, to help him develop how he can ship his products via um, plane as opposed to train so he can um, uh, sell more of his products um, more globally and quickly um, and get it to the uh, actual consumer before they spoiled. Um, and that was spoilage was almost at a 60% rate um, prior to um, developing a strategy to do this, do these things on the plane. And so all that to say is it, it allowed me to um, travel to countries um, throughout Africa and throughout Europe and really look at how do you distribute products globally to a particular client. And it gave me, you know, once you're bitten by the bug, as they say internationally, I've worked and traveled to about 50 countries around the world, helping them develop their products from China to the U.S., to Africa, to um, the Middle East. And so um, going back to your original question is Morehouse allowed me to have those opportunities to use your education, which is education gives you options to take you around the planet, um, understand it, and ultimately, you know, hopefully you find what you really enjoy doing. Um, and it goes back to this UPS store again, the fact that it goes to, we, we ship things to about 200 different countries. I have affinity uh, for um, the, the planet. And um, when I used to travel, I would always see UPS um, stops. And that's, and it, you know, I didn't think about it when I was 18 or 19 years old when I was, uh, after I graduated out of Morehouse excuse me, 21 or 22 when I got out of Morehouse. But, you know, it all came full circle to me personally. But all that to say, Morehouse Finance, um, Dr. Williams, um, um, and a lot of pivotal uh, professors there helped me grow uh, my knowledge around finance. Um, And it also um, allowed me to travel on to Clark Atlanta to get an MBA into Northwestern University um, to expand my um, education in uh, media and then uh, excuse me in marketing and so it's been a it's been a real you know a gift okay very good very good nate how about you talk about the morehouse uh, influence my, my journey to morehouse is a little bit different i think um i said i'm from chatham and i am from chatham originally my family left chatham in fourth grade and moved to an area called beverly um beverly hills in chicago we were one of the um, first black families back then, as I want to say 72, 73. Um, and I had the benefits of going to a, um, a wonderful school on um, Morgan Park Academy, which was private, but majority, uh, majority white. Uh, I graduated in class of 43. We had eight um, black students. So when it came time to choose a college, uh, I sort of, 
some shenanigans, you know, which basically meant I wasn't um, turning in my applications to the places my dad wanted me to go to, Ivy League schools, West Point and stuff like that. And eventually it came down to, well, I can still get into Morehouse, which is where all my best friends from Chatham were going. And uh, I never regretted and never looked back. Um, it's, I, to any of you who have children out there, HBCUs, consider them. Um, you have schools that are regional, that are national and international. Morehouse is one of those that checks the actual international um, check block because they are known all over the world because of their, the business department as well as the Morehouse Glee Club, which travels around the world as ambassadors. And so um, for me, it was an excellent opportunity because it rounded out things that I missed in my life growing up in a majority um, white academic environment for high school, as well as my neighborhood. And so um, I can go back today and see professors that I know, and they are still there and remember me. If I need a recommendation, I can get on the phone and call people up. Um, earlier this year, I had a mishap where I injured my elbow and um, my Morehouse brothers were right there, my frat brothers, remember Alpha Phi Alpha, um, <laughs> um, were, were there for me, were there for me and, you know, contacted people to, you know, help me procure the surgery that I needed. And so it, it's, it's those kind of ties that bind, you know, that, you know, really set Morehouse apart from everybody else. If I, you know, they're not to put down other schools, but, you know, as they say, when you go out and I, like Mike, I've traveled internationally. Um, I was a JAG officer with the military. I've lived and worked in at least half a dozen countries around the world and visited, you know, well over two dozen. And whenever they find out, that, oh, you went to Morehouse, it's a light that goes off. And that's a resource that we within the community need to make sure that we support both, you know, and sending our, you know, sending our best and our brightest there, as well as contributing back financially. Cool, cool. Now, what is that popular saying? You can tell, you can always tell a Morehouse man, but you can't tell a Morehouse man nothing. I'm sorry, I, I, didn't, I can't hear you. I think you can always <laughs> tell a Morehouse man, but you can't tell him much. I think that's, <laughs> yeah, I think that's okay. where that quote comes from. Yeah. You know, you, know. Um, you can always tell. You, we're always listening. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we'll always listen. And we'll give you our, a response to, you know, any question anybody else has. Um, but, you know, it goes back to just having confidence and being able to, to speak on whatever subject matter you want to speak about. Um, I'm, I'm a bit more renaissance. I'm not an expert at a lot of things, but I know a lot of stuff. <laughs> um, and so, uh, again, and then being from Chicago, too, I, I, I forget to mention that I am from Chicago originally. I went to Mount Carmel High School. Um, I only went to private schools because of my parents, uh, specifically, were worried about me and the violence. Um, in public schools at the time, and uh, and all that to say is, it, you know, one of my friends, I was going to Princeton University, and one of my best friends, um, Titus Allen, um, he bet me that I couldn't get into Morehouse, and I took him up on the challenge because, you know, 
we were we were competing with each other all the time. And uh, I got accepted to Morehouse in about a week after I applied. And it took him <laughs> maybe a little longer to get his acceptance letter. And he he was really angry about that. But we we were <laughs> we laugh about it now. And Clarence, I'm, I'm, I'll tell you the real reason why we both went there because nobody else is listening. It's just the three of us, right? Nobody Sorry. else could know about. No, go ahead. Spelman College. Oh, that's, that's all I've got to say. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. And I always like to ask our guests the same question, and I, I need to pose it to you two guys. Who inspired you? Who were your early childhood uh, cheerleaders and all that kind of stuff? I'll take that because it looks like Mike is frozen again. Um, I'm going to say my parents. Um, and again, that's not to say that there weren't other people. Um, obviously, Dr. King. But um, growing up in the time and the place that I was located, I was pretty much on an island. But I, you know, I had the benefit of my parents um, showing me how to do things by example. You know, my father was uh, the first black commander, um, military World War II, the first black commander of the uh, army in Jackson Park on the south side of Chicago. Um, and my mother ran the three businesses and watching their hard work and the dedication to both the business and the family, you know, they led by example. You know, when I went to Morehouse and um, pledged and then, you know, joined the military, people were like, that's supposed to be hard. It seems like it comes easy, easy to you. And that's because of the work, work ethic they instilled in me that I didn't know they were instilling in me at the time, you know, to do things by the book, not cut corners. Eventually you can get to that point, sort of, you know, to paraphrase um, Winston Marcellus when he was speaking about music and jazz, he's like, people want to come out and just do their own thing. And he said, that's fine, but make sure you know the basics first had that foundation first. And that's what my family gave me. And that's what Morehouse gave me. Got it. Same question for Mike. Who inspired you? Uh, um, it really was a combination of my parents and my grandparents, really. My grandparents were really significant and they really gave back to the community um, and showed it. My grandmother was, you know, she was, she was the, LSC. She was the school council president. Um, she managed a lot of the Robert Taylor home properties, um, um, almost six different buildings, almost 400, excuse me, 4,000 families um, each week uh, with whatever issue as a, as a um, real estate developer and um, director um, of them. It also inspired me to um, study real estate and development of it while I was at Morehouse. Um, my grandmother and my grandfather were huge influences of me. Uh, my uh, my father had eleven brothers and sisters. We've all. I, I grew up in a house full of lot of a lot of people. I had a lot of cousins. I've had I had more than thirty cousins. So most of my life, I didn't need friends. I had cousins who were all very close, and we're still very close. And so they inspired me to you know, pursue education and, and, um, 
be the best person that you are going to be, uh, whatever walk of life you decided to, or whatever profession you you were interested in. They were always there, supporting, cheering, um, and still, you know, even to this day, um, um, cheering on each other. And so my family, you know, back to family is the foundation, of course. And we were, you know, I was lucky to have such a a, a a loving growing up experience, which I didn't know was very unique until I, you know, kind of went out into the world um, after college. Hey, Clarence, if I can add real fast, um, I realized Mike didn't, I never uh, forgot to do it. Um, my personal background, uh, first of all, Nathaniel called me Nate, uh, Morehouse undergrad. I originally was a bio pre, um, pre-med major, biology minor. I graduated, um, in a then, um, first class, uh, of the, of a real estate program. I am technically the first grad, first graduate from a HBCU, HBCU from a real estate program. Um, there were two of us in our graduating class. I was Freeman, he was Givens, so I beat him by one letter. Uh, <laughs> I later went on to um, law school at um, Tulane University, environmental law, JAG officer in the Army for 13 years, um, city of Chicago, um, police investigations, Department of Corrections, and now coming back to all this stuff, you know, back in Chatham and back to franchising the South Side is, you know, bringing it back full circle. I love it. I love it. And uh, anything else? Anything else you would like to share, uh, Mike, Nate? Uh, I've got a note here. It says Clarence Waldron says to say that Dion Warwick is the greatest artist. Oh, I'm sorry. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> he got jokes. He got bad jokes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Anything else you want to share? Um, I think I've shared everything. Again, I. Uh, and uh, I grew. I I've always gone to Catholic schools. I went to Holy Angels. I was a little angel. <laughs> I went on to uh, to Mount Carmel High School. Um, you know, all guys school. Did not realize I wanted to be around. I thought I wanted to be. You know, going to a school with uh, more women um, at it. And then uh, I I had the opportunity to go to Spelman College and walk around and found that they were so close to Morehouse College. I said, this will do. And um, really smart, educated women um, and beautiful women uh, that were, you know, right across the street that inspired me too to go to Morehouse. Um, and then I left Morehouse and went on to um, UCLA to film school um, and producing uh, film as well as um, Northwestern um, and continuing my studies in business. And, um, you know, education is always going to be the foundation of everything. Um, that I do and moving forward. Um, I had the, just great opportunities to just do the things that I want to do um, and do them well, hopefully. And uh, I jokingly, people with, with younger people in particular, um, when I'm, I'm, I'm an instructor at, I'm a program leader at, and an adjunct uh, professor at Northwestern University here at Kellogg School um, now. And I tell them, I said, you know, he said that you have all these dreams in college. I say you, you you pick one and you you pursue it and you become whatever it is that you want to become. But if it doesn't work out, you can have another dream and do something else. <laughs> and so many people get so caught up on this one dream. I say you can have five dreams and you know you live long enough, you can try them all out. Mm -hmm. so, 
keep living and keep trying. Clarence, um, I realize we're getting along in time. And I'm not sure what your time constraints are, but before we do that, I'd like to bring it back to the store a little bit. Okay. Um, just be, um, before we get off to make sure we get this in, to yes, let people okay. know, Sorry. once again, our yes. store location is 8301 South Holland Road. That's east off, um, west off of the Dan Ryan Expressway in Chatham Mall. We're open seven days a week, Monday through Friday, 9 to 7, Saturday, 9 to 5, Sunday, 10 to 3. Um, likewise, Mike and I were um, proud to be the first Blue Horizon UPS store to open in Chicago. That's their new format. We're no longer brown and tan. It's a um, blue and white format. We were the um, first store to open, um, first Blue Horizon store to open in the Chicago area. Right now we're entering our peak season. So we encourage people to come in early to um, have their package shipped off so they can get there for the holidays. Right now we're experiencing peak because people are sending packages to their loved ones in school for Thanksgiving care packages and everything else. And that will continue through the holidays for Christmas and then even somewhat post holidays into January. So um, my advice to people, you know, come in, we're here, we'll help you. If you have any questions, feel free to call us. But um, the most important thing is to try to get here early because shipping, um, shipping times can be delayed because of weather or sheer, sheer volume of shipping, which we actually have no um, control over to let people know. Fran um, UPS store franchises are all independently owned. Michael and I are the owners. UPS Shipping, which actually delivers and ships the package, is a totally separate company. We can assist people with that, but that's something um, that we have no control over as far as the actual shipping dates. The best thing we can do is get, get it in. We'll get it out that day. You know, As long as you can get it in before 5 o'clock, we can usually get it out that day. And we'll do the best to um, make sure that you have a smooth and um, pleasurable experience in our, at our um, establishment. All right. That was very well said. That was very well said. Absolutely. Thank, oh, thank I'm, you. I'm sorry. One more thing. Phone number. Can't forget that. That's 773-952-7963. 773-952-7963. As well as you can reach us at our website at UPS7974 at ups.com 7974 and it'll tell you every it'll list out all our services uh, for you from mailbox services to notary to shipping and, and handling all right all right well i thank you all for such a lively conversation i really appreciate it, it took a long time to get together but we got together um yeah just, absolutely thank you yeah before we uh close i want to give a special uh shout out and thank you to uh, Howard Sandifer, the producer of this show, and his wife, Darlene Sandifer. They are the founders of the Chicago West Community Music Center. And this whole podcast was their oh, idea. They said, let's have lively conversation with newsmakers. I said, hmm, let's do it, let's do it. So anyway, thank you for that. Please click like and subscribe to Black Muse. And um, that is all, and that is why. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.